Welcome to the Smart Business Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Imoff Flores, and the Smart Business Podcast is the place for entrepreneurs to get an advanced mindset and skill set to build and grow a business that can scale in a big way. SMART is an acronym that stands for a scalable, mission-driven business that's automated with revenue streams all run by a team. And so if you would like to learn more about how to build a smart business or get coaching, consulting in this area or done for you services, go ahead and start by getting our free smart business formula guide at smartbusinessformula.com. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Smart Business Show. This is Adam. And today we have a very special guest. We have Laura Murillo, who is the founder of Confident Conversions. And today we are going to be talking about the mindset makeover she helps entrepreneurs get their mind right so they can elevate their business to the next level. Laura, it's so great to have you with us. Thank you so much for having me here, Adam. And I am absolutely excited to, you know, crack on the mindset. Yeah, absolutely. So you're from the UK. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your background that kind of led into this journey of coaching? Yeah, of course. So I am originally from Colombia, um, but I have been living here in the UK for a very long time. And I discovered coaching, I would say, when I became pregnant, um, simply because I did graduate. And after becoming a mother, it was very hard for me to find my feet again, especially in a professional career that could give me the flexibility, as well as I just fa- fell out of love with what I originally graduated with. So through you know motherhood, I found myself helping so many of my friends that were struggling with relationship issues, that were struggling with their own businesses, that were struggling finding a career for themselves. And I just stayed throughout the whole journey and just helping them until I just went online and I just found something, you know, how can I make money doing something that I love and also helping people? And that's when I came across coaching. Wow. That's amazing. So you got into coaching and, and you know, what did you start to learn as you began to get into coaching? So when I started coaching, I did enroll into, you know, getting certified and getting all the training that I needed. And I did learn that I did actually have those skills that you need, such as like the listening skills, the empathetic skills. And I did have to learn actually like the ethics, you know, you can't just coach someone based off just pure experiences although they do help um but I remember you know even back then when I found myself lost in my own journey that's when you know I was going church as well and you know God just kind of said to me you know I see you leading women and I remember my leader at the time she would just encouraged me to follow my passion, which was helping women. And then here we are, and I am helping women around the uh, around the world. Wow, that's amazing! That's amazing. Now, one of the things that you know you love kind of working with people on is this the the money mindset side of things, which is yeah. a unique aspect of coaching, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what are some of the the constant struggles you see, or the consistent struggles you see within your clients? And, you know, what, what, what are they specifically and how do you help them lead? Yeah, of course. So money mindset, how it affects us is it can either be as normal, you know, people without businesses and also people with businesses. So how the money mindset affects us in business, it's, for example, it affects us from how can we show up and encourage others to work with us, especially when we are asking 
people to pay us when we feel uncomfortable and as well it can really stop us from making the investments that we need to make into our business to move forward you know if you're in business you know that you can't do everything yourself for example and that was one of the biggest mindset blocks that I had I felt like I couldn't outsource things to anybody else because I could do it myself and that also comes culturally and I began to realize that that's what was affecting me and that's what affects my clients as well it's their upbringing how they were raised by their families was there enough money or don't spend too much you know we have to keep on saving saving and I found myself that as well especially with my clients you know stopping themselves from buying the things that they wanted and they just felt guilty even as moms some so many moms feel guilty you know treating themselves sometimes because you know they need to you know, put that money towards food or the clothes for their kids, for example. Wow, that's so real. That is so real. And it, a lot of it does have a lot to do with your upbringing. Yeah. You know, I, I remember that, you know, I, I had gotten separated from my mom at a young age over financial reasons. She wasn't able to take care of us. And it broke me at a young age because there was nothing I can do to help her. I was too, too little, you know. Yeah. And I just remember making a decision saying I would never let this happen to my family when I get older. And in that decision, and, and this is how unhealthy generational financial patterns can be. Somehow as a kid, I connected that if you don't have money, you don't get to be around those you love. Yeah. So, Absolutely. you know, so growing up, I'm like, I got to figure this out because I don't want to be separated from my mom again, wow. you know? So I had to go through a healing journey to, to break that. Right. Um, but we all have some type of patterns that we get from our upbringing and some are not as traumatic as that many are not, but mm -hmm. you know, we, we learn how our parents spend money. We learn how our parents, you know, deal with things like my wife, you know, um, her parents were, were, were credit card distributors. <laughs> they gave wow. <laughs> credit cards to the kids and let them spend whatever they wanted. And even if they didn't have it, they felt that their kid's happiness was more important than a healthy credit score, wow. you know? Insane. So, so, you know, as you can imagine the first few years around money and credit in our home was a crazy conversation with my wife and I, cause here I am, I'm very, but you know, I'm, I'm more to the budget. I'm more within the boundaries of our finances. And my wife's like, Amazon boxes are coming in like crazy, <laughs> you know? <laughs> So, um, so, you know, we all have things that we got to work through. So, you know, how do you lead your clients through the, the transformation of dealing with some of these money blocks? Yeah. So first things first is, of course, I do incorporate a lot of mindset into my own coaching practices. But a huge disclaimer that I always make is, you know, I'm no therapist. So I do encourage people to reach out to a therapist if, you know, that is the work that they need to do. But when it comes to the mindset work that I, how my approach is, I always want my clients to understand and to go into this self-awareness journey of, you know, why they are who they are or how they've always operated because our actions every single day comes through our thoughts and our thoughts are always going to be biased upon the belief systems that we have and the values. So we always start there, you know, what values were you raised with? What beliefs were you raised with? And we literally go back to some of like the early, early memories that they have from childhood 
in of course it depends on the topic that we're talking about and then I make them realize how you know their actions from back in the day when they were younger how they are still showing up today and then when they make that connection they realize that you know there's still basically this child within them without realizing that things don't always have to be that way and so many people around this world keep operating with with for example the idea that the map is always the territory and it really isn't like that just because you've gone through something in the past for example it doesn't mean that that's always the story and I really want to encourage my clients and even anyone here listening that just because you've had to go through you know failures or mistakes the story doesn't always have to repeat themselves unless you're actually willing to make that change Mm, that's so good that's so good I love that I love that you kind of have them look at the value system that their Mm. beliefs were built on so that they could become aware of it and then be able to make the conscious change of, of that. Cause a lot of times you have the aha moment. You're like, Oh my gosh, I didn't even realize that. That's where <laughs> I, I learned, you know, like, like if your parents always had sayings, like, you know, money doesn't grow on trees and you know, money is not for us. It's for others. And, you know, it's just like all of these different thought thought processes that make money seem like it's a hard or evil thing, you know, then you feel a little guilty asking for it, you know, when yeah. you get you know, so the thing about these, these values as well, and beliefs is that because they're going to come through our upbringing through our parents is sometimes, you know, when we become older, I want my clients to also kind of realize that they now kind of have a choice. So, you know, when we're younger, we see our parents as perfection. We see them with no flaws, no, no insecurities even. So anything they say is literally like the guide of life. And it just so happens that, you know, nobody's perfect. And this is not for, for us to even shame our parents. Like, you know, especially back then, generations back then don't didn't even know that this was a thing. But now we are more aware that how we are, even with our kids, is going to affect how they grow up. Mm, that's so good. You said something so powerful. We don't see our parents as flawed mm. when we grow up. And so we don't even see them as having, you know, insecurities or any problems that they might be facing because we're just kids right and so we just adapt their ways of thinking as truths and it's not until we get you know older that we almost have to unlearn certain things and go we have a choice now we have a choice and we have to reparent ourselves again that's so good that's so good and so when somebody goes through this journey and they begin to discover, you know, these things like, Oh my gosh, I got that from my parents. I got that from my mom. How do you begin to reprogram the brain to develop a new belief system when you've been believing that way for your whole life? So it definitely takes time. And that is the thing about coaching that as well, people might not be aware of is that they think that, you know, just because they, they finally know this, they're all of a sudden going to change, but it doesn't happen that way. This is where you have to now build evidence that things can go a different way. So um, for example, let's say someone is raised with this belief and this is based on a client that I had that having money is wrong and they actually feared being successful right because of her story which was um she never really had 
her mom working she she always her dad was always the one that was working so she was just being afraid of success but then how can she for example build new beliefs is she has to try for example making money and actually realize well it's not so bad or what are the facts and evidence that show that you're a bad person so you have to continuously do that mindset self-reflecting I would say continuously so it's not something you do and you're fine (laughs) it's like a new habit it's a new lifestyle that you have to continue to discover yourself every single day and it it takes practice like I said it's it's building that evidence how can you build that evidence so that in your mind subconsciously you are now building new belief system that it does work and it doesn't have to be that way yeah it's so good I love that I love that I remember when I was getting um, therapy and I was getting so much value from just working with somebody and talking about, you know, things I went through as a kid. And, and I ended up asking my therapist, I said, in order for you to be this bright, you know, about all of the, the this journey of coaching me, I said, you have to have read some really good books. I said, who have you read that's really like inspired a lot of your therapy work? And she said, without a doubt, she said, Brene Brown has really been in um, mm, a great. really great. And that was my journey to Brene Brown and discovering vulnerability and just, you know, um, you know, what it's like to really show up as vulnerability is, is, is being sh- a strength, not a weakness. Cause in, mm-hmm. in my home, because I grew up with military parents, you know, well, mainly my mom, you know, the vulnerability was a weakness in the home. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's the military way. And so, um, so having to unlearn that, right. And see it as a strength so that when I'm, when, when I'm in my marriage, I can show up vulnerable. Right. So, you know, with you, you have a lot of great concepts on how to go into your childhood and, you know, kind of discover your value system, reshape it, build evidence on it to really build a new mind. And from that, it creates new results. What are some books that you've recommend that you'd recommend that have kind of inspired your journey? Definitely The Power of Now. Have you read that? It's by, I think it's Eckhart Tolle. Um, That one's a really good book. It's a good book if you are starting out. It definitely touches on, you know, the belief systems that we have and basically the being present in the moment as well. So it kind of goes back in the past and then now to the present. And another one that I really, really enjoyed actually uh, what was it called? It was by Bob Proctor. I mean, have you heard of him? Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. He's got an amazing book that was called You Were Born Rich. And I read that book. And that's when I realized that, you know, it, it doesn't actually mean rich in terms of money, but it's you have just so much power within you. Like you were born rich. So many of us think that we don't have this and it's something that we we're just not born with unlucky we're the unlucky ones but in truthfully we are born rich we just have to want that we want to we have to have that desire to change and that is that is the missing key to those people who actually go on to do the work you know like for example like you said vulnerability is such a big topic in relationships and I love talking about that and if let's say one partner isn't willing to change then how is that person going to finally overcome that fear of vulnerability right that's so good yeah exactly that's key love that well 
Laura, it's been so great having this conversation. And, uh, you know, I think that for people who are listening they're I think this is a subject that anybody can relate to based off of how they grew up. And there's always levels to uncover because sometimes people think like you've healed and that's it. But then sometimes the past can resurface as you get to different levels. And there's, it's really about understanding the, the, the frameworks and having that coach in there to help you kind of break through that. So, um, if, if any of you are listening who want to learn, you know, more about Laura, we're going to put her Instagram in the uh, description there for you to be able to reach out to her and connect with her, ask her questions, you know, let her know that you'd like to maybe, you know, uh, discover about her coaching if this message is resonating with you. And, um, and so Laura, thank you so much for being on today. No worries. Thank you so much for having me, Adam. Absolutely. And if you're listening, make sure to subscribe to this show and also share it with somebody who might need it and leave it a six star review. I know there's only like five stars, but leave it a six star review. And until next time, see you in the next episode.